I have a chip on my shoulder, and I want to prove just how good I am. Because in 2017, there's one goal I have. There's something that's been missing in my life, and that's the AEW Championship. I am the best professional wrestler walking this planet today in any company. This right here means I am the best, and we continue to prove it. Soon, Sammy, your time is up, and that title is coming back to me. All your favorite wrestlers around the world, I've beaten them. Tommy Yen beat them. Chris Hero beat them. Kongo Kong beat them. Pentagon Jr. beat them. Phoenix beat them. AR Fox, the list goes on and on. Sammy Callahan has beaten them. I'm gonna be the guy that holds this championship however long I want to. I am the man in AAW, Sammy Callahan. You always talk about the big effing belt. The big question is, Sammy, how long will you keep Big Mike's belt for? I have just been informed that you are now in line for an AAW title shot. Every time I'm in this ring, these people tell me I'm next in line for an AAW title shot. Sammy or anybody else in that locker room who calls himself champion, the bullseye's on their back, and I'm setting on it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, your favorite wrestling podcast. It is myself, Charlie Vale, at Chuck underscore Colorado on Twitter, sitting down with Chris Ramiro. Chris, how are you today? Doing all right, man. Yeah? Doing well? Doing well. Uh, we're enjoying a couple beers, so. Yeah. And it's a hot day outside, so. It's getting hot. How was your work day? It was all right. I had, uh, I had a few meetings, uh, different places around the city, mm-hmm. uh, which allowed me to uh, drive by and pick up some beer. So we're, we're good. Made a Mariano stop. Yeah. 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 Make your own six pack. Nice. Nice. And let me introduce our guest for today. We are not alone in this room. We have my buddy from high school, I believe is when we met. Uh, my friend Louis Lomelis is here. Get loose friend from high school who I've known for, how old am I, 27, so I've known you for a while, yeah. is a big fan of WWE, big wrestling fan, and needs to talk wrestling with people, right, Louie? Because you used to just tell me a lot of your like group that you run with doesn't watch wrestling a lot, so Louie is here to talk wrestling, so introduce yourself. How's yeah, it going? What's up, guys? Thank you guys for having me, man. It's a pleasure being on the show. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, Louie is a character, very energetic, <laughs> very lively, the loudest one at the party usually, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very. Yeah, through uh, Bush Lights back in the day, yeah, that, that'll yeah, get the, Bush get lights the party in, going. In the John Devine basement in Elmhurst, <laughs> Illinois, a couple Bush Lights, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's Louie, though. So, Louie, uh, thanks for joining. Thank you guys um, for having me. Thank you. Of course. I have one question to yes. start off. We like to... Ask our guest this question when we start off the podcast. It's very general, very simple, but it's important. And that question is, what do you enjoy about wrestling? Everything. uh, To me, I can't find it anywhere else on TV. Uh, You get a little bit of everything. Uh, The storylines. I love violence. Sometimes you get out of hand. Love that, too. (laughs) Uh, Just the acrobats. It's just sports plus entertainment you, and there's nowhere else on tv you could find that it's either yeah. you go somewhere else you only get just little bits in wrestling you get it all you get it all and especially the fans mm-hmm. i think that they're the best fans in any sports right now i mean they're so energetic they're full of 
life, there's yeah. the chance, and just it makes it maybe makes what you're watching even ten times better with the fans too. Right. And then when you go there, you feel the electricity from them. So, hands down, in my opinion, wrestling is the best there is, best there was, best of everything. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's funny. It's funny when you ask like a really true wrestling fan. I, I don't know what I don't know what Trent's initial like response or answer was when we asked him, but when you asked a, a wrestling fan, what do they enjoy about wrestling? It's usually like everything or all of it, and that yeah. was the first word you said. So I think if you get that response from someone, you know they're like a true wrestling fan because oh, they just like getting wrapped up in the whole story. Yeah. And that's what we're telling, right? We're like, okay, I'll buy into this. Take me on this ride. Yeah. So and that involves so many different things, but I think that you make a good point that there is nothing else like it. It's almost like it's a weird cult that mm-hmm. has all yeah. these different elements and, in it. And some people don't understand that, right? Yeah. Until yes. you actually go through the experience. And we were just, you know, briefly talking before we started recording mm-hmm. about how, you know, you kind of have to experience it. Or, you know, I, I was telling you how I invited a couple of my buddies to mm-hmm. like, hey, let's go to this wrestling thing. We'll have drinks afterwards. And, you know, they got them to agree. And now they're like, I kind of like this. Like, when's the next show? So uh, once you taste a little bit of it, I think uh, going right into, you know, buffet line style, like you just want more. Wow. Yeah. The that segue. Good. That's a pro <laughs> segue. Yeah. So Louis is going to join us in the buffet line today. If you're familiar with this podcast, you know what that's all about. Basically, we break down our topic and conversation into three segments, like a buffet line. We hit the salad bar first, which is some quick, fresh takes on. Uh, you know, more high-level subjects. We don't have to get too deep into the weeds, but just some random things that we've been, like, poking at and kind of want in our salad. Uh, the main course, which is usually covering or talking about, like, full shows or shows that we're going to see or excited about. And then the dessert uh, third section, which is your guilty pr- pleasure. So Louie's going to be stepping in that line with us. Um, let's start off with the salad bar then. Let's just get right to it. So Extreme Rules, we haven't talked about it. We don't have to talk a lot about it, but I just wanted to get everyone's like kind of quick thoughts. I didn't see the whole pay-per-view, so I guess we can start with Louie here, put yeah. him on the spot a little bit. So, Louie, Extreme Rules, what was happening? What, what did you think? You know, as a whole, as a whole event, whatever like that, it was it was okay. It wasn't what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main event, the Fatal Five-Way, first ever Fatal Five-Way, that was awesome. That really, everything that they did, even though I wanted my boyfriend Balor to win, Came up a little short. Mm-hmm. He's the one that actually, the reason why Samoa Joe won, because he made him tap out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, those guys, man, they they went at it, and they put on a really good show. Um, I felt from the start to the end, it was kind of like, eh, whatever. But once the main event started, oh, man, it was awesome. Coming in second, the Hardy Boys versus uh, Sheamus and Cesaro in the cage match. That was, yeah. that was really I heard good. that was good. I didn't see that one. Uh, did you watch that one, Chris? Yeah, I, I went back, and, and I watched some of the matches. Mm-hmm. Uh for the 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 cage match, I felt some confusion along the, the like what what were the rules? Because um, okay. I think when we were uh, we were actually recording during Extreme Rules, right? And I poked my head to the TV, and that's when Matt got you know escaped the cage. Okay, and not Matt Jeff, and you know I was like, oh okay, they won. You know I came right back in. And uh, then I found out that, no, they had lost, and it was because they had both had to get out of the cage or whatever. Like, so Both partners yeah. have to touch the floor, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, but overall, like, yeah, if we t- talk about, you know, Samoa's Joe, Samoa Joe's uh, victory, like, I was super happy with that. That's what I, I think we kind of had talked about that, Charlie. Yeah. About how that was, um, that was, that was what ideally want, I wanted to see, mm-hmm. just for the sake of, I guess, WWE not messing up, 
storylines, you know, looking into the future of what could happen. Correct. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think it's safer probably for your boy Finn to not yeah. maybe get eaten by Brock right now. Yeah. And like have him do some other things. <laughs> I, mean, before. I, I, I understood <laughs> that it would have been best for Samoa to win, mm-hmm. but out of all of them, I wanted Finn to win. Yeah, but right. Storyline for it to be correct. Yeah. It would Samoa yeah. Joe. Yeah. And I love, I love what they did on Raw because in the past we've talked about. Not us, we, but my friend Jim and I, we talked about, Jim Welsh, we talked about how Joe could be that, like, badass that doesn't lose. Like, because when he was coming up, it's like, okay, don't screw him up now. He, he's looked at around, like, he's looked at as a person who could really kick your ass in the ring, like a shooter, almost, mm-hmm. who could really kick your ass in the ring if he wanted to. And I think that they, they booked it, from what I saw in Raw, they booked it perfectly, where he's the only one who's, like, not scared of Brock. Like, standing yeah. up to Brock, kicked him in the face um, <laughs> yeah. in front of, like, the whole roster. Mm-hmm. And that's – because I feel like in real life, that's exactly how Samoa Joe would be. Yeah. You know, like, if it wasn't wrestling and they got in, like, a scrum, probably everyone – a lot of people in the locker room, I feel like Joe would have the highest chance to step up to Lesnar and, like, take him down. So I kind of like how he's being booked as a badass. Mm-hmm. And then that's not, like – because I want him to be that badass in the future. Just like a hard ass who wins a lot, like a heel who wins a lot and just really beats the shit out of people. So I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. And for disappointments, uh, I did go back and watch the Kendall stick in a pole match. Mm, I heard that was short, which it was, was good. I mean, it was it was yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah, it could have been short and good, but yeah. it was short and not good. Right. Yeah. Right. In my opinion, like the whole and I think we had talked about this previously about what are the rules? Do you grab the stick and whatever? Did they explain? We, like, we had some confusion on it. We had like mm-hmm. a conversation about it because we didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And regardless, so Bailey grabs the Kendall stick, but she doesn't use it. And it just didn't make much sense. I, I, I didn't enjoy it. It was a very different. Um, cause I, I mean, I like Bailey a lot, yeah. uh, you know, cause I still, when I think of Bailey, I think of Bailey NXT Bailey. Yep. Um, and I've been trying to find that within the main roster and I don't see that. And, but then again, you know, Alexa Bliss is killing it all over the place. Destroying it. Yeah. So this kind of goes back to like probably the most recent news thing you could talk about at this mm-hmm. time is. The rumor that Triple H is like pissed about how people yeah, from NXT that. who did really well in NXT are like getting booked on the main roster. Like Bailey mm-hmm. is a perfect example of that. Um, I think that I think that the awkward. I think they making her talk too much. I think like do some promos that are a little bit out of her comfort zone, which I encourage getting out of your comfort zone. But maybe that's like kind of brought down the Bailey hype because her promos kind of suck. That yeah. would be the only thing I can kind of like pinpoint it on. This it has been her and Sasha have been like a. It's been like a slow, like Alexa Bliss is going mm-hmm. off the charts in terms of, I feel like, I don't know, momentum, you could right. say. I mean, you would think that that's mm-hmm. even a promotion, the fact that they brought her on to Raw, right? Because, I mean, we, we know that yeah. Raw is well, the I've H Raw. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, bringing Alexa Bliss oh, oh. from the good oh, job Smackdown that she's been doing Raw. in SmackDown, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. she got, you know, with the whole shakeup, she got brought up to Raw, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of revitalize the, the division and kind of shake things up there. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, they don't, you know, once they're in the mic, like Alexa Bliss just kills everybody. Yeah, she's just a brat. That's who she is. That's cool. <laughs> um, so we're going to transition a little bit and into. Step, we're going to step out of the box. 
out of the, uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to know. <laughs> you're trying to do another segue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, because we're talking about boxing. Okay, yeah. I completely. Sorry, that was right. That was way over my head. But yeah, so, uh, and I wanted to talk to Louis about this because, and I know Chris, you watch a little bit, right, of boxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lu- Louis, I think mostly like background is, or like I don't know. I know you know a lot more than any person that I know of, like about boxing and the current state of the oh, sport, well. <laughs> and at least, at least in my opinion, because I feel like. At least the at least the the friends that I have or crew that I run with, I don't think there's like a too much crossover between wrestling fans and then watching boxing. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So tell me a little bit about like. But I know your dad was a boxer. So how you got into boxing? What do you like about it? And then the state of it now. And thoughts on that? Uh. Yeah. My dad used to be a boxer. Uh. Back like in the nineties. Um. He was a former Illinois champion. Um, nice. He won against uh Pernell Whitaker. That was his highlight fight. His okay. Best one. Uh, came up short, but uh, he uh, he won against work. him. What's up? It was a work. It was a work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a work. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, he got dead, and then he retired uh, with a record of thirty-four wins, four losses, twenty-seven knockouts. Damn. So, yeah, okay. that was pretty good. What was his nickname? Uh, lethal, lethal Louis Lamelli. Lethal. Louis he had a lethal Lamelli. left. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then um, after he retired, uh, he started training a lot. Um, I remember when I was little, used to do it at the park district in Marvel's Park at uh, by Bolger Park. Yeah. And then at the Veterans Park District. And then when that went down, he went to the Civic Center. And the then Civ. He was yeah. <laughs> Good old Civic Center. And then, uh, yeah, he did that. And then he kind of brought me along, uh, wanted me to get into it. And I did it when I was like, uh, like around when I was like 14 to 16, whatever like that. But at that time, I was so big into wrestling. Yeah. I didn't even care anymore. I was just like, I don't want to go to practice. I want to watch Raw today. So right, right. I was just so into that, and I didn't really care, so I kind of fell out of it. And then here and there, I would go do it. Like, when his time's off, I'd go to the gym and, you know, train with him a couple times, whatever like that. But to me, it was always WWE, boxing. Yeah, so, was, uh, boxing, boxing yeah, I love the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not how big as it used to be back then. You used yeah. to have monsters like Mike Tyson, Holyfield, all those guys. Now I feel like the heavyweight division is different. Now everyone's looking at yeah. the the younger, the youther guys, such as like Mayweather, obviously right off the bat, mm-hmm. uh, Pacquiao, Canelo, who is the mm-hmm. face of boxing in my opinion right now. But obviously when Mayweather steps back in, yeah, and we'll get know, to that. Definitely take his throne back. Yeah, we'll get to we're gonna get to Mayweather McGregor. So stick around for that, you the listener. Um, but so why do you think? Why do you think it's like it's declined or what's wrong about bo- what should they be doing differently boxing in general or uh I don't right off the bat they don't have the star powers that they used to have mm-hmm. back then you there was right off the bat like 10 guys there were more than 10 guys that were running the show and now you know the guys it's just not as much star power as it used to be that's okay. one of it um when people say that boxing's dead I don't believe that uh, I don't I don't agree. There's so much money in the boxing. Right. I mean, whenever Mayweather's on the card, millions and millions. And when there's Canelo, Pacquiao, yeah. all those guys. So I wouldn't say it's dead. That's they, they, we're just waiting a new wave of guys to kind of. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like yeah. it's that transitional period right now where you're going to have a few big names. Yeah. But but there's still younger guys that are really good. They They have a good promising future, but we just have to give it time. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ariel, Spence, uh, Ariel Spence right now, he's really good, and he's coming up. He's one of the young guys that are yeah. coming up, and uh, when he gets there, he'll, he'll, he'll make an impact. He's, nice. He's doing good. So it, is it, is it uh, like in terms of like star, do they, 
so to build like a star in boxing, because I feel like McGregor has this uh, this thing figured out, right? Where, I mean, I don't, I don't, he, don't, I don't think he gives a shit. He he obviously wants to win, but it's more about like the promo and the buildup of the match and like his character. Like he'll just, he probably just says shit so he can hype a match or like get himself over. Yeah. Is it like, dude? Do, does boxing need more of that exposure, like interviews or like they need to be doing other things to catch the mainstream's eye? Because um, I'm not a huge UFC fan, but I know who Conor McGregor is, you mm-hmm. know? So, right. like, he got my attention. Exactly. Do they need to get attention just by being, like, wacky and outlandish, some of these boxers, or I, find guys like that? As much as I don't like that, I, I never really was into a guy that didn't have any sportsmanship or anything like that, uh-huh. but yeah. it sells. I mean, Eric Bischoff right. said it best, controversy creates cash, and you get, you see people like McGregor, Mayweather, with the mouth that they have. Right. It, yeah. it gets people and, watching. And, yeah, it's uh-huh. the, you know, and, and I think, and I've heard this uh, through... Um, you know, different podcasts that I listen to where um, Mayweather, like Mayweather had that uh, big show WrestleMania match. Dude, or that whatever. match was entertaining as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I more agree. entertained by that than Mayweather Pacquiao, 100%. Like, really? from an entertainment mm-hmm. standpoint. Well, I was almost crying in tears at that big show Mayweather match. It was right. and, like uh, the way JR called it, it was Exactly, fantastic. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so and, and I think it was in the recent uh, Chris Jericho podcast where he had the big show on and they mm-hmm. kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, but apparently all the, you know these guys know and whoever talks to Mayweather that he understands the psychology of being a heel and that people are gonna pay to see the heel get his ass kicked versus you know the good guy or the guy with the sportsmanship or whatever. So um, you know you have to kind of create that character, but at yeah. the same time there's there has to be some sort of balance, right? Because it's obviously it's it's boxing and it's not a predetermined outcome mm-hmm. to the match. So, um, I mean, as much as I hate Mayweather, he's he's good, he's fast, he's you know. But yes, I'm gonna keep trying to pay until I you know hopefully he gets knocked out. Like, it's it's ironic that like the right thing to do and have sportsmanship is not what people want to see. Like people want drama and mm-hmm. a bunch of just like shit talkers, but it and people want to see that, but it's like your mom your mom's not going to tell you to be that way. Your mom's right. going to tell you to be a good sport. <laughs> so it's like so anti establishment. It's just so ironic that it works out that way, but I I I agree like with everything you're just saying. Um so we'll have to was it Ariel Spence? Keep an eye out for him, right? Yeah, he's he's doing really good. Does he have a personality at all or is he a little bit more No, he's just a Young, fresh kid coming up. Uh, okay. His last fight was against Kel Brooks. He he won that. And okay. Props to him too. Kel Brooks is a great fighter, also. So for Spence to get that now, they they either want Spence to go against either um, Thurman, Porter, or and I forgot the other guy. Okay. But um, those should be in, uh, fights to watch out for. But nice. Uh, and it, so those are still like pay per views, actual pay per views, right? Where you got to pay. Not yet. No, those okay. are just on P, uh, PBC for now, which is on cable television. So okay. Yeah. So but you can get you can see those for free then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So just real quick before we step off boxing, who do you got? Canelo versus Triple G. Ooh, Canelo. And a lot of people are saying, "What Triple G? What are you talking about?" I don't know who that is. Everybody goes for Triple G, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, like I'm telling you, Canelo's gonna beat him, and Canelo's gonna." His hand's going to be raised at the end of the fight. All for right. Sure. You heard it here right. first. Um, <laughs> I guarantee it. I promise. Wow. That's oh. a guarantee. <laughs> Rashid Wallace over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the w- one thing, one pet peeve I have about boxing is that their belts suck. Y- yes or no? Just plain. There's They're no just, like, design to it almost, I should yeah, say. Yeah. And it's like, isn't, isn't we it We designed like, a better belt. 
We designed a better <laughs> belt. That's true. We had a, we had we designed a belt for freelance wrestling and gave it to them because oh, they wow. won our March Madness parody bracket. Yeah, I got pictures of it. I'll show you after. Oh wow, I gotta see yeah. this. This is awesome. Uh, but I feel like they're and also isn't it kind of like you could get uh like a company to sponsor you and then like you have a belt or something isn't there some kind of like weird politics behind the belt or like cash exchanges oh. there was like isn't there something <laughs> that happened know, with mayweather where like he didn't re- he didn't like renew something with a company and they like stripped him of his title or something like that i don't know oh, i don't know i'm not too sure I I about heard that, that. It, it sounds somewhat familiar yeah. but i'm not, i don't know if it's 100 percent that yeah. like yeah. there's other factors that play in it but uh in terms of of the look and feel of the belt like it does I mean, it feels like a really old school belt all the time, you know, like mm-hmm. it, they've been like that. That's the boxing style belt. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's willing to kind of change that up. And, and you know, because you have the UFC belts look like, you know, the belts that we see at pro wrestling events. That's true. Yeah, exactly. That's so. true. They do. But I have a problem with UFC belts, too, is that they all look the same. And there's like I feel like if you throw in like a stripe of color here and there to like uh separate the divisions. Yeah. I think that would help. Okay. But so WWE wins in belts then. Is oh, I mean they sure. have all types of colors, sizes, and everything. <laughs> yeah, purple so. straps. <laughs> hey cruiserweights, take the purple one. Bro, <laughs> the, the cruiser belt was was uh sold out. They when they released it, it sold out. I heard. Uh I just uh got the email I think this morning. He's like, it's back in stock. So oh, snap. Chris is part of an underground belt trading community. <laughs> so yeah. They like meet I, on the weekends and I, trade. Oh, I heard about and that. Just, the and they podcast. strip down other boxers and wear belts and compare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, the purple belt is a hot belt, bro. Gotta get that purple belt. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's transition. I'm gonna throw this one to Louie. Louis Roman Reigns SummerSlam announcement. So we're back in the wrestling now. What is it going to be? What do you think? Was it supposed to happen on Raw, or is it happening next week? Or what's going I, on? I think it's happening next week on Raw. There, he okay. has this big announcement for his plans for SummerSlam. Uh, some people are saying that it might be John Cena because John Cena's coming back, and now and he has a, the whole free agent. Yeah, thing, he's right? a, now a free agent now. So now mm-hmm. he's exclusive to Raw and SmackDown now. So <laughs> he's going to be on both brands. But and then the other people are saying that. It would make more sense if he says, I will face the winner of Brock versus Samoa Joe. Joe. That all makes sense. But then they're saying, well, that can't really happen because their plans for Brock is Brock versus Strowman at SummerSlam. Right. But anything's, anything's in the air. I don't know. I, I don't do think, think it's the John Cena. Right. Now that you said that, do you think they're gonna, he's going to be like, you know, whoever wins? So th- I'm thinking that it's going to be uh, Roman versus Strowman because Strowman's able to come back. Yeah. So whoever wins is the number one contender onto whoever is facing. So then uh, maybe Braun wins and yeah. and then that's how they set up the match for SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to definitely agree with that one. It has to be cuz it only makes sense for the storyline. The mm-hmm. John Cena one it it looks great on paper for SummerSlam, but I, I it has to be the winner versus or the winner of Brock versus in that category. For uh, so sure. Roman, sense. Roman just makes his own rules now. He just makes yeah. his own. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this just because I said so. I'm going to tell Roman you my Reigns. plans. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to catch a Superman punch. <laughs> a couple of them. Right. Right. Straight to the to the grill. Okay, main course. Oh, right, is that enough salad? You guys got enough greens in you? Yeah. Little yeah. croutons? Let's, Ready let's for the go. main meal? The, yeah. main, the main course? Boy, go. do we have a friggin' main course on our hands i'm staring at this card christopher i keep, why calling, do you keep you cri- calling me christopher bro all my, <laughs> i don't know why i do that all my all my all my friends 
that are named Chris are white and they're Christophers. You're not a Christopher, but I'm just going to... Was that a different way of saying that I'm not white? I got you. You're, well, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> I, that's just a fact, bro. There's nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's cool, but, you know, I just pointed it out. Yes. Um, Tell us about this card I'm looking at. AW Killers Among Us. So, le- let's start right off back by saying, uh, and I think you brought this up last time, that um, the conference between oh, uh, yes. Elgin and Callahan. So I, I finally watched it. Obviously, I watched it after we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Um, yep. And it sets up a great match, a great title match for uh, Callahan. And I think this is the first time in a long time uh, that I actually see Michael Elgin having the chance to take the belt away from Sammy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It makes it believable. They have history. Um, so... I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for that. Did you see that they, they they took the press conference and more footage and made like a preview uh-huh. video? Like this is the this is the most AEW doesn't really, really. I mean, staring at this card like would sell people to go to this show. Mm-hmm. But they have been really hyping. They did the press conference that's never been done before. At least uh, at least Trent told us. I think they've never done anything like that before. And then they have this highlight video, which I can show you both or send both of these to you, Louis. After thank you. Um, about hyping up the using footage from the 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 conference and then using like a bunch of footage from Sammy and Elgin wrestling mm-hmm. AEW to like build up this fight and I am so jacked up for this match. I hope I'm not too high because I don't because sometimes when I with wrestling it's mostly <laughs> WWE mm-hmm. with wrestling you put you're like oh this is gonna be the best match ever and then it sucks so, sometimes so it's like you get those false expectations but I think this is gonna knock it out of the park. And they emailed us the whole card, too, which mm-hmm. is something that new that AEW has never done. And this card, top to bottom, is just fantastic. So I'm, like, looking at this card. I'm, like, where are people going to find enough time? Like, so there's the, the, the match that I think is going to kick us off, and this is just me thinking, what's going to kick us off is that uh, three versus three uh, with DJC coming back. Okay. Um also, uh, Desmond Xavier uh, is coming back. We haven't seen him at AEW for a while. That's I true. He, he was doing that uh, European tour um, with Wentz. Mm-hmm. And I think, so this is going to be Wentz, DJC, and uh, Desmond Xavier versus, uh, who do I got here? Um, Some of the newbies. Right. Uh, newbies, but we've seen them enough. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, Myron Reed. Uh, Trey Miguel and Wolf. Wolf. So I think this is going to be one of those uh, super fast, high-flying, uh, we're just going to see a bunch of crazy stuff It's almost there. like your six-man scramble, but hidden in a, in a six-man tag. Right. Kind of like spot fest. But it's going to be a good welcome back feeling. Yeah, for sure. For DJZ. I'm not sure if you heard, Louis, but do you know DJZ? Is that my own? No. Okay, so he... He did it. What was he did? He did a 450 and messed up some some in something internally and like had to get cut open and have surgery and now he's got like a big stitch right on his chest. So like almost never wrestled again. Yeah, this guy that we're really talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. landed wrong on the guy on like a 450 splash. I don't know the details, obviously, but uh, yeah. But he's coming back and I think that'd be like a good to your point, Chris. That'd be like mm-hmm. a good like kind of welcome back. Good to see you. Kind of mm-hmm. kind of match to start. Yep, and what I did want to point out is that we're going to have Garza Jr. Do you know about Garza Jr.? No, tell me about it. I was going to ask you. Um, versus ACH. 
So he is part of La Rebelión, which is a lot. Oh, he is? Yeah. He is. Okay. So we're seeing, slowly but surely, we're seeing more of La Rebelión taking over AEW, making it their home. Um, you know, we have Pentagon on the show, too, or Penta. Penta. Right, who's going up against uh, Trevor Lee for the... Um, Heritage title. Yep. Uh, so... Um, slowly but surely, the rebellion is going to take over, bro. Watch. We're just waiting for <laughs> Ray Ray. Ray Ray is going to make that guest appearance. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Chris is uh, the Lucha, like the Lucha Libre master, Luce. Oh, there like you go. Like the Lucha consultant. We have a New Japan consultant <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I text sometimes. At um, Greg Nasty. At Greg Nasty on Twitter. Our Lucha consultant is Chris Romero. So. Oh, there you go. Very big. So La, La Rebellion. Who, so who else is in? Everyone is in. Everyone has wrestled for AEW. Who defected from AAA right at set for Ray? Is that true? Yeah, for Ray Mysterio. Because mm-hmm. Daga, Garza Jr., Phoenix, Penta, Penta, and Ray would be the fifth and guy. Ray, yeah. So uh, Cody Rhodes is coming. That's right. The next show, July to AEW. Is it the the July show? I think so. Right, the Finding Moment. I feel like is it's that July? August? I feel like. Oh, it's in August. It might yeah. be in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, so like AEW just will get anyone. I feel like Ray Ray's right around the corner. So do I'm you find around. interesting in this card that the besties in the world are in the building, but they're going to be in separate matches? Yeah, I do find that interesting. Even though they're tagging everywhere else, I think they maybe it'll lead to mm-hmm. a storyline where they wrestle each other or split up. Right. Um, they, they are tagging everywhere else. They like, are tagging mm-hmm. everywhere else because they're kind of getting these new teams to get like the... You're, they're kind of rebuilding their tag division if you look at this card. Yeah. Like Miguel... And Wolf is another as a new tag team. We have Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish tagging on here. We have War Machine on here, which is their AEW debut. Yep. Um, so uh, the the Saber Junior versus Fitchett match is just going to be like technical on the ground yep. wrestling at its finest. Um, but yeah, I could see them. Not that they don't need the besties in the world because they're always awesome. But like I could see them splitting up soon. Even though yep. we always say that and they never do. So <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, it's it's a stacked card. I mean. Uh, I'm excited. So, what are your thoughts on uh, low key versus? I think I think that's your time saver match, low key versus <laughs> Abyss. I think that goes like eight minutes, uh-huh. and it's it, they start fighting like right they outside. Gonna bring, they're gonna bring us back uh, from intermission. They oh, that would be smart if they right. brought us back from intermission with that, because it's gonna be quick, and mm-hmm. ever the hardest match always on the card for the wrestler is right after intermission, because usually the match going to intermission is awesome. And everyone is like emotionally exhausted mm-hmm. and tired, and then like you go to intermission, you like have a beer or something. It, it isn't uh, low key. Uh, a, is is he holding some sort of championship from Impact? Yeah, he's holding a TNA or Impact belt. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I just don't watch it. Well, it's, a, <laughs> it's another promotion. It's an, well, I know what it is. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be your like three chair shots, maybe some thumbtacks, an eight to nine minute hardcore. Get in, yeah. get out, get on with your life. Everybody booze abyss match. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's, I have a theory before we, we go on. Okay. Um, unless you had anything else to say about this. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm bringing a new friend. I'm bringing a new, uh, guy I grew up with. And so he, he's not a new friend. He's not a new he's friend. He's new to AEW, excuse me. <laughs> he's new to AEW, and he sees my Snapchats, because I Snapchat all these shows that I go to, like this uh-huh. and Freelance. And he's like, dude, you have to take me to one of these. So he's going to experience AEW for the first time. Really excited to see what he thinks. Um, God, what was I going to say? I have a theory. Did you see that they've been, that AEW has been promoting the first LaSalle show? Did you Bro, see that? Yeah. yeah the, the, the 
comeback or we're yeah. back at LSL. I think it's called Jawbreaker or something. Uh-huh. Did you see the match for it? it it's the, not the gonna be it's hardcore n- Holly versus Callahan as they had said. It's right? not hardcore Holly versus Callahan. So and then also like Sammy has the Sammy could lose the belt Saturday. So like, mm-hmm. what does that say? Because I get a theory. Who okay? Who who's the opponent for hardcore Holly? Keith Lee. Okay, so what's the theory? That Sammy's going back, man. Sammy's going back to NXT. Oh. He's gonna drop the belt really? Saturday, and then he's gonna be gone before he has the chance to wrestle Hardcore Holly, like they promoted in the cell. Interesting. We'll see. But if that I'm, I'm again, like just like anybody that goes up to NXT, I get scared. Well, well, uh, this is Heroes or Cassius Ono's second run, and McIntyre's second run, and it's been fine so far. Like. He's gonna go back and he's gonna be a better Sammy Callahan or a Solomon Crow if they make him Solomon but, Crow. So so okay, so what ha- like now I'm thinking too much about it and it's like isn't he <laughs> Just isn't, opened up Pandora's box right, right. with that theory. <laughs> right, because isn't Sammy now uh creative behind CCW? What? He has his own promotion. I, I, yeah, he has his own promotion. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think this was about a month ago where uh he became head of creative of CCW. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. And so just a small segue there into Upcoming show is CCW versus uh, Freelance. Yeah. That's a show that's happening in July, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, if that means... If Sammy drops the belt, I don't know if that means that he goes to NXT. Which, you know, if that happens, it's just good theory, for him. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just hope they don't mess up his character and try to give him a different... He won't gimmick. allow it. He won't allow it to happen again. Lessons learned, right? Yeah, lessons learned. He won't allow it to happen again. Um... But yeah, that's those are those are our takes on the card. It's gonna be fun. Yep. Anything else about it? Uh, no, just be ready to drink a lot of Modelo's, bro. Oh, okay, I'm in. <laughs> you got to come to one of these shows with us, Luis. He had me at Modelo's too, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Uh, all right, Louis, let's let's uh, let's you have you start us off. Money in the bank, just go. Yes, I am so pumped for this. It's one of my favorite pay per views of the year. Goes okay. WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank. Um, really looking forward to the women's first ever women's money in the bank ladder match. Uh, so far that women's division, they want to show that, Hey, we can hang with the guys too. Yeah. They proved it in the first ever, uh, iron woman match in NXT. Uh, and then you had the yeah. hell in a cell women's match. They, they, they rocked it. Now here's the first money in the bank ladder match. So I think those girls, they're going to, they might steal the show. Uh, I'm going to give it to my girl, Carmella. I'm gonna give it to uh, her. Smart man, I picked money up in the Carmella. bank is all about opportunity. Right, it's her opportunity to take it. She's so. like the one that makes the most sense because she's like not at that level where she could just win it on her own yet, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Like, and that's like the same thing going over the men's. It's like Corbin makes the most sense because yeah. he's not at that level yet either. But like, I, ha- I had and Corbin for... could be in like a year, but this accelerates that process. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I had hopes for uh, Nakamura on the on the men's end. But because he touched that belt yesterday uh, on SmackDown, uh, the belt, the uh, the, the briefcase, case. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that means he's not winning it. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always like the show before, like the guy who's gonna lose, or the go this home isn't show. Always, like the go home show is always like the guy who's gonna lose. Who gets the, the upper gets hand the upper means hand. that, yeah. yeah, it's not a victory at the end. But yeah, um, yeah, for the women's, like I think my 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 money is on Carmelo no pun intended or yeah. pun intended the Whatever. queen of Staten Island <laughs> yep. yeah um F-A-B. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh what do you think about Lana wrestling Louie? oh <laughs> this is her first tech <laughs> singles match and she's already going for the Smackdown women's title uh 
gimmick overall. Gimmick overall, it's it kind of works for her. Don't get me wrong, she's very beautiful. She comes out in that dress, blah blah blah. But she was better off with Rusev. Hey, does it work for her? Or does it work for you? Works for me, <laughs> yes. But for her, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, it, Naomi's gonna take that one easily. If they okay. do give it to Lana right off the bat on that one for your first right. singles so match, the, wow! The fact that yeah, we had gender uh, winning that title, not everybody's like anything could happen. Oh right? yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Rusev comes in with a kick in the face to Naomi when the ref's not looking. <laughs> oh, he's, he's cleared. <laughs> Rusev, is yeah, cleared. he's cleared. Yeah, I just read that cleared. today. Yeah. But you never see men on women. You no, know. yeah, men we on recently women the 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 intergender uh, match that we had with. Um, what was it? The mixed tag match uh, at Extreme Rules. Oh yeah, with Swan and Sasha and yeah. and uh, what was her? What's who? Alicia oh, Fox. Alicia, Alicia Fox, Fox and Norm Dar. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Banks did uh, a move off the top rope onto Norm Dar. Mm-hmm. She did that uh, double knee, the double knee stomp or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, from what I can remember, I haven't seen any intergender kind of physical. Um, yeah, mo- aggression, of right, of mm-hmm. anything, and that was the first thing like that 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 caught my eye. Yeah, and I was like, okay, can, can WWE be open enough to to kind of start floating that way? Which I don't think so, but it's you know, it would it, be cool. Yeah, they should take an. I mean, they should watch. You know what? You want to watch some intergender <laughs> tape that makes it believable? You watch Mil Muertes versus Eva Lise for the Lucha Underground title oh. that match. Mm-hmm. That was. I was watching that match and I was just like, "Holy shit! Evil is like is gonna win this." I'm like, some of these false mm-hmm. finishes, and they make it so believable that like the woman uses her smarts against the man because it's stereotypical. Like the woman is smarter, the man is stronger. So like they do it, and Lucha Underground does intergender really. So really just well. a quick plug on Lucha Underground right now. Um, I don't know if you're caught up with it, and I don't know if you watch it. I've um, I try to keep up with it, but rarely though. Yeah. So there, um, last week, uh, Dario Cueto in- introduced the Cueto Cup. And it's tournament? a big, yeah, it's a tournament, and I just took a glance at it earlier on today, and one of the matches is Phoenix versus Mariposa, okay, which caught my eye, and that's yeah. one that I would want to watch. Like we were talking about um, a while back, we talked about the Mariposa versus Sexy Star match, which yeah. was one of our favorites from Lucha Underground. Yeah, that's fr- that's probably the or one of definitely like top three of matches mm-hmm. of Lucha Underground that I've seen so far. So I'm I'm really excited to see that Phoenix versus versus Mariposa. So um, that's in terms of intergender matches that that I'm looking forward to. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. So I think, and it's Father's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, are you gonna? Does your dad watch? Are you gonna watch Money in the Bank with your dad with the lethal no. the lethal <laughs> weapon? He, uh, I would as much as I would love for him to watch with me. It's it's almost unbearable because the whole time he just criticizes it the whole time. Uh, it's not fun. So it's kind of like, come on, can you just enjoy you it for like five like minutes? Turn that, like turn that off. You know? Yeah, like, 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 like can you just enjoy this for once? Uh-huh. Like, come on, like just enjoy it for five minutes. But the whole time he's just running his mouth and he'd rather do something else. So <laughs> yeah. I tried, I tried, but... It's like the old school versus the new school. Right? Yeah. Or there was old school wrestling, <laughs> but... You know, that's how I feel. Is that kind of how like the interaction is? Like, yeah. In terms of like Well, not only that, he used to watch it with me during um i remember he used to watch it a lot during like the ruthless aggression era he used to watch it with me cause, oh yeah uh, good stuff mm. he used to love kane i remember he used to watch uh he nice. used to love booker t because he thought it was funny um but at the end of the oh and he loved the hardy boys too so okay. they're back 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully that gets them to come back to watch yeah. it too. But um, that's when you used to just watch it, and then but now it's just like I don't watch that. I remember he made me cry once because when, <laughs> when 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 the WCW and ECW defeated WWF at Invasion, mm-hmm. I remember I was always in tears. I was like, "Oh my God, tomorrow's gonna be WCW Monday Night Raw Day." You don't understand. He's like, "Louie." It's all scripted. <laughs> Stop oh, it, crying. And I said, Dad, it's real. They really took over. Oh, man. So, yeah, kind of scarred me for man, that. Man, that's soul crushing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've always said this, but it's definitely, when I have a kid, it's definitely going to be, it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder to explain to my son, if I have a son or daughter, if she likes wrestling, let's not discriminate here, mm-hmm. that, like, showing them that it's okay wrestling is scripted and it's okay it's gonna be harder to tell them that than like the santa claus doesn't exist yeah. or the easter bunny doesn't like i'm gonna i'm gonna be more comfortable with that conversation than like the wrestling <laughs> conversation you know where it's just like you know it's for our entertainment like because as a kid you're like no this is this is really happening like, it's my superhero yeah right really I, I think the other. intake is also different like because you know i'm waiting for you know my daughter to be like three or four and then we'll start you know she'll start coming along to some indie shows oh so yeah you're going through this right now yeah Yeah. so you know right right now she's almost two um but you know we want to well last year we wanted to go to wrestlemania in florida she loves mickey like perfect you know selling point for carla and be like hey let's go watch mickey and wrestlemania yeah but (laughs) now kill two birds (laughs) with one stone yeah uh, you know so but yeah like i think um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how how they experience it because they're gonna grow up in a in an era where there there is no kayfabe. Yeah. Right. When 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 I was growing up and I was watching Triple A in Mexico, I was like, you know, I just saw masked men going at it, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I didn't, you know, you you'll have people, you know, family members like, oh, that's fake or whatever, but you you know, I would just tune them out. And I'm like, I'm enjoying what I'm watching. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And you know, so we'll we'll see. It's it's a new era, you know, a new yeah, how they new adapt generation to it. and mm-hmm. how they they adapt to it. Who knows? She might not even like it, and then I'll just be going by myself. That was still. you in the house, <laughs> unless she's like really anti father. I feel like she she's no choice but to accept it as as what's on the TV uh-huh. in your household. Um, yeah. So, God, I, we're eating a lot of this main course, but there's one more thing I want to talk about. It's so good though. It's so good. <laughs> it's fun. Um, Okada versus Omega 2. Got to talk about it. Did okay. you watch the match, Louis? I s- did see highlights of it. Okay. And uh, I remember talking to you about it. You said you thought it was better than the first one. Better and, than the first one. And I was like, wow. And I remember seeing that they went over the 60-minute time limit. And those guys, man, they, they put on one heck of a show. It, I, the first encounter was amazing. I saw yeah. the highlights in the second one. Doesn't really, really make me really see what happened i really need to see that full hour so i definitely got to watch that i saw the highlights but that ain't enough you know i gotta see yeah. the whole thing but definitely take your word on for it that it's better than the first one it so is like it's that. like the cure it's a cure new japan is like the that was the cure for me i wasn't really in a rut but it's good to watch other types of wrestling in my opinion mm-hmm. it was like the cure that i needed for like something fresh and new like yeah, a it, 60 it helps minute. you hit the reset button on, on your you know whatever wrestling mind whatever you're experiencing and watching right that's so monotone after a while yeah like watching new japan or watching a different promotion like that helps me to come like okay yeah this is why i like it you know yeah um i saw that is, is this true that dave Meltzer gave it a six uh and a fourth star yeah he, like over the five star scale or something like that because the first one he gave it a six star and that was like the first ever 
And then this one is a 6.25 or 6 and a 4. Oh, 6 and a quarter? Yeah, 6 and a quarter. I didn't hear. I, I, I try not to listen to Meltzer too much because he's so... I just saw those in a, in He's cool. I mean, he's he's Meltzer, but he's like... I feel like him, he's very negative sometimes, so I don't listen to that. Like, the tone of our podcast is, like, more positive. Yeah. And so I don't really like to listen to too much negative stuff, but... No, I didn't hear that. I believe mm-hmm. it, though, because Meltzer loves Japan matches. Like, all the five-star matches mm-hmm. are... If or all his majority of five star matches are in Japan, um, but so that it, it was like to me, it I think it completely deserves that. How, how did you watch it, man? I, I got the New Japan. I didn't got oh, the that, New Japan okay. Monthly, bro. They have the same thing that WWE has. Mm-hmm. It's a harder to navigate on their site. <laughs> their site is very hard to navigate, but because I don't know what I'm clicking sometimes, even though it's translated, <laughs> even though it's translated, I'm just like there's not enough context anywhere of what what you're doing. Um, but I, I I pay like I pay like uh, nine something in yen, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is or, or like ten or nine ninety nine yen, which is like under ten dollars in American or something like that. I don't okay. know. Okay. Some or or well, less like yen. I yeah, don't know. I'll do some research. Research. I gotta find it somewhere. I gotta watch it. It's probably a free somewhere. Yeah. It's probably free somewhere. But sixty minute time. I'm gonna draw some of the mo- some of the freshest things I've ever seen. Like they were, they really sold the fact that like these guys are literally exhausted, like can't like it was like Kimbo Slice versus Dada five thousand, not in like terms of comical, <laughs> but you know you watched that fight right? Yeah, they were so exhausted they couldn't stand up, they couldn't even keep their yeah. hands up. Kenny and Kenny Omega and Okada did like we're doing like the same thing but in a smarter, much better way. Mm-hmm. Um, the spot that seriously was like the one of the coolest newest things I've ever seen was right. Okada has this rainmaker close. He has this uh, wrist lock where he spins the guy around and then he pulls him back into a clothesline. That's mm-hmm. the rainmaker. That's his finisher. Some people hate it. Some people like it. I like the whole idea of the the rainmaker. Like the there's the dollars coming from the the the, the at least the first yeah net. dollar Okada bucks drop from yeah. the sky. Uh-huh. Like, see that makes me think that he and he's supposed to be like the baby face. Mm-hmm. That makes me not like him too much because I feel like that's he. Like I, if I'm a heel, I'm gonna drop money from the sky unless I'm Shane McMahon, I guess. <laughs> but, um, but I yeah. So that kind of turn. It's I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know if it makes sense with the baby face. That's just a sidebar. But Okada does have like his gimmick, and he is over and the main face of that company for a reason. And he has this this rainmaker clothesline, that's his finisher. So there was like a couple of those, and then like on the third one, because they're so exhausted by this point, there's probably like they probably wrestled him for like 50, 55 minutes. They're so they're so exhausted that he goes for like the rainmaker clothesline, and Kenny Omega almost like because he's so exhausted, he like faints underneath the clothesline. So he like falls and Okada misses the clothesline okay. because Omega is like so exhausted, like he almost like faints. That in he the can't ring. stand. It was so uh-huh. I like cackled and laughed out loud, but at the same time I was like, that is some of like the most next level psychology shit that I've seen in the ring. And then like Okada like follows through and then like he falls onto the ground. So it's just like these guys have nothing left. Like yeah. and they really sold that and made it believable. That was like my favorite spot of the match by far. Like and some insane drop kicks in that match. Like, holy shit, these drop kicks are like right on the button mm-hmm. and like quick. They're like, like an AJ Styles drop kick, like times two a little bit. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Not to discredit AJ Styles, but these are some awesome drop kicks. So, everything about it, start to finish. Like, at one point, the Bullet Club comes out. They're like, they come out and they try to stop the match because like, o- like Omega is selling like 
heat exha- heat exhaustion <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden he like makes a comeback and then like there's a false finish and then like the bullet club is around the ring for like the last like 10 15 minutes of the match and so they're like pounding the ring like it was like almost a double turn yeah. like uh, like the whole crowd i felt like was then like cheering for omega because you had the whole bullet club around the ring um i'm rambling here but like cheering him on but it was just so so worth like that match alone i'd pay 10 bucks again to watch yeah like, really oh, wow. good i got to watch it yeah, me too. yeah, it's it, it's I know like some listeners out here like is it living up to the hype like and to me because everyone's talking about it to me like it lives. So up did to you the hype. did you when you watched it and I think you told me this that you already knew the outcome. Well, no, I didn't. So you didn't. It was spoiled because Ro- Cody Rhodes is going to wrestle Kata next. Yeah, uh-huh. so at the post conference they had and he like interfered. They're going to it's yeah, gonna be yeah, Galley. Except, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's going to be a G one, right? <laughs> you saw the G one, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's their first show too. So like New Japan is like making all these fucking crazy moves. Um, but I saw that I saw like Okada at that press conference, and then before I saw the match, and then I was like, shit, Okada won, but he didn't win. It was a draw. So I kind of had it spoiled for me. I didn't, I knew that Kenny didn't win. Is what I'm trying to okay. say. So I kind of had it spoiled for me. But even though I ha- even though I knew Kenny Omega didn't win, there was this one false finish that literally made me jump. It was so crazy. Like. Omega's finisher. Do you know what his finisher is? Is the angel something? One right? wing and angel. Yeah, he starts like he starts with the person on his shoulders, and then you kind of like spin him around and drop him kind of on the back of your neck between the legs, mm-hmm. and then like you're pinning him. So you're pinning him. You're almost like sitting on the guy's head when you're pinning him, and you're grabbing his legs, like mm-hmm. reaching forward to grab his legs. And Okada, like somehow like super flexible, got like his other leg that wasn't being pinned like reached and like grabbed the ropes with one of these false finishes i thought it and like mm-hmm. the the ref red shoes that's his nickname yeah, he wears yeah, yeah. boots like in the slow motion they did like a slow motion playback of the false finish and he like stops it right there it was like the closest false finish that i've seen in a while made me like jump out of my couch because mm-hmm. i was like oh shit like omega's gonna win even though he's not i saw the footage already so it's yeah, it's that good that I knew the I knew the result and I was still like getting reactions out of me throughout the whole match. Well, so, that that's, you know, I don't know how else to explain it, and I know I'm talking a lot, but you don't no, have no, to do. It. I love it, man. <laughs> love it. Yeah. it. It was it was go watch it is what I'm trying to say. Well, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want my login, you, know, uh, you got to know me, but you guys know me, so <laughs> I can give you my login. All right, watch party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh All man, right. we so are filled was, up on the main yeah. course here. That was enough. Stuffed. But there's still dessert left. There's still dessert left. Before we get into the, the dessert, uh, Louis, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into just like anything wrestling on your mind before we get into dessert piece? Uh, no, I think every you guys did a great job covering everything. And now I'm like so destined. Like right after this, I'm gonna go home and watch that that <laughs> rematch, that New Japan. I got it now. I, just I really like searching, wanna... searching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Searching for like uh, the bootleg sites. Yeah, whatever. well, like, the first the first encounter I saw it on YouTube. So oh, YouTube's yeah. got it loaded up. Yeah, they don't do a good job. I watched Wrestle Kingdom sixteen mm-hmm. free on some bootleg site. Like New Japan doesn't do their tech, mm-hmm. and it's stereotypical. But you would think like the the Japanese like <laughs> your tech up right. <laughs> you know your your smart techy guys over there for the most part. Like their tech isn't great. Like I feel like WWE would shut all those sites down in a second. Oh yeah, New Japan is just like you can find it out there. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Mayweather McGregor, 
Explain explain this one to me, Luce. Elephant in the room. Here we go. This is <laughs> yeah. the one. It this is actually fresh dessert because it's so, happened. So this happened faster than Mayweather Pacquiao. Correct. Yeah. Like it, Mayweather it took Pacquiao years, it took for, Pacquiao years for that to happen, and all of a sudden this thing happens. You know, yeah. quickly. And which is so shocking too because it's it's a boxer versus someone from another organization, aka the UFC. Right. Yeah. And that happened quicker than. Pacquiao mm-hmm. Mayweather and this is going to break a lot of pay-per-view buys like this is two worlds colliding and yep. and even Good though point. when when it wasn't talks people were like ah that's never going to happen hey, some guy can't transition from this right. there's so much money involved that how can it not happen so this is I'm really pumped for August 26th so in in the wrestling spectrum of things do you think this could be a work cuz I'm like okay so just just think about good, the possibilities question. of McGregor getting a lucky shot and uh-huh. knocking out Mayweather. Oh, shock! That the world. will fucking break everything. And then they do a rematch. More money. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't True. know. If, I don't know if this is a match that you could do a rematch on. Like you could, yeah, but you're not gonna get. I don't know. I just feel like once in a. This is a once in a lifetime. Not no Cena rock shit. You know, like <laughs> and they fooled us. Like, they try to lie. <laughs> you sign out a contract for three fights. You lie to us, WWE. <laughs> Vince. <laughs> right. So. What happens here? Like, can it be a work? Should it be a work? Should Mayweather be protected and all, you know? Well, well here's the thing about this fight. Because McGregor can take the loss. Yeah. he. Everybody's looking at, okay, Mayweather's going to mop him. Mm-hmm. But anything could happen in sports. What, what if McGregor does catch Mayweather and beat him? And that's going to shock the world, and that's just going to make... That's going to ruin Mayweather's reputation. I mean, Mayweather has so... Here, here's the thing about this fight. Conor McGregor has so much to win slash gain. Mayweather has so much to lose in this fight. And here's why. McGregor has so much to win. Right off the bat, win or lose, he's going to get the biggest paycheck out of his career. Yeah. Yep. Over $100 million guaranteed. Great point. It's the biggest paycheck he's ever going to win. So win or lose, he's walking away with a fat check. Yep. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. Coming in number two... He gains fan exposure from the people who don't even know who he is in the boxing world. They're gonna, they're gonna get him. Not only that, even if he loses, it's gonna be like CM Punk. We respected him even more for even stepping in that in a different. Mm-hmm. Also world. a good point, yeah. You know, so he's just gonna gain. So who's fan gonna cover this? A Showtime. And so, good point. So Showtime, and and not to to derail the conversation here, mm-hmm. but now that you mentioned that, I did read that doesn't Mauro Ronaldo have. A contract with Showtime? Oh, snap. Yeah, he does. But uh, but also, I read that Mauro Ronello and the former UFC guy, uh, Mike Goldberg, just signed with Bellator, too. So, Ronello's yeah. going to be with Bellator, too, now. So, I love Mauro Ronello. I wish he was still with WWE, but uh-huh. the whole situation with JBL and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's... He was such a great commentator. Yeah. He, I think he was the best one out of everybody right now. And it's sad to see him go. I wish he was back. But well, it was that voice know. that we all looked for that kind of helped us make that bridge between JR and OJR. Yeah. The, just everything <laughs> that he point. said, yeah. it really pulled you uh-huh. into it more. It was like our, our modern day JR. It was right. awesome. The mama mia and just yeah. everything that he just said. It just yeah. really like it, when something crazy happened, he made it even more crazy when he would just explode into the microphone. And right. It was awesome. He was yeah. great. Uh, so what are the rules? These are boxing rules. It's for just match? a boxing match, right? Yeah, regular boxing rules. I did read that it's going to be twelve rounds. Um, it's going to be in Las Vegas, and I also read today that if McGregor even throws a kick 
and Mayweather. Let's just say if he just goes crazy. See, and that makes him, me think that it, that makes me feel like oh, it's shit. a work. Like, come on, it's a boxing match. Know. Like, you know, you think that by instinct he's going to want to throw a kick. Like, you know, it's a whole storyline right there. You know? I'm sure in training, like he's that instinct is going to come out. Yeah, right? and if, let's just see if he gets frustrated. Like he's losing, comes ah, seventh come round. He's CM like, CM Punk right, did not try kick. to go for a suplex. Oh. <laughs> well, he tried to go yeah. for the GTS, but he was on the that ground. Takes, that takes the other person helping you. Uh, but yeah. I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. in training, like he's going to have to be told a couple of times, like, you can't do that or something. You know, this is a, like you said, it's two worlds colliding. This is a new world for yeah. McGregor. Unless but, he's trained on boxing, I don't know. But Well, well, here, well like here's the thing about rules. Mayweather's side. So McGregor has all to win. Yeah. So those two things. Yeah. Mayweather has so much to lose in this fight. And this is why, one, let's just say hypothetically, he does lose. That's bad. Not only that, coming in number two, Mayweather has to beat the absolute dog shit out, out of, of whoever McGregor. Yeah, because mm-hmm. imagine that. That's like Joe Schmo going against Michael Jordan in a one-on-one basketball game. Right. He had a basketball game and he went against Michael Jordan first one to twenty-one. The ending score was twenty-one twenty. People are gonna be like, "Wow, Michael Jordan struggled against a guy who's never had a one-on-one basketball game before, and he almost lost to somebody like this." Imagine that yeah. to Mayweather. He struggled beating somebody who's never fought in a boxing fight. That could hurt. That could people would be like, "Wow, you almost lost." This yeah. guy almost beat the king of boxing. This guy lives and breathes boxing, and he struggled against somebody who's never fought. So he's got a lot to lose. So yeah, all I the mean, pressures on him. I, I do I do believe that Mayweather will win, but uh, like what I said, anything can happen, and if and if that. Other outcome so happens. Anything, and the if world. the big show is inserted into the fight, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. We have a third. It's because a triple threat. The big show. No, they, they get in the ring. Oh, am I being too loud? Chris, Chris is turning you're down the mixer on me. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> they We're get in the ri- They right get now. in the ring, and then well, that just starts, the and then the big show comes out, <laughs> ring gear, wearing the one strap, comes out, and then turns into a triple threat match. Jesse Ventura, special guest, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And then you get Errol Hebner making the... Errol <laughs> Hebner oh making the run. Oh, my God. <laughs> making Earl the run. Hebner. Howard Finkel on the call. <laughs> 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 All right. So talking about anything can happen, and this goes out to uh, you know my Lucha fans that are out there. Uh, Triple, Triple Mania is happening, which is the big AAA WrestleMania show. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Psycho Clown versus Dr. Wagner Jr. Okay. And it's a mask versus mask match. Oh, and shit. it's happening on August 26th. So. Is that the same day that that's the, ma- the, that same the boxing matches? That's the same day that the boxing match is happening. Okay. Uh oh. Um, so for me, then creates a conflict. Uh, sort of, because I've been. So I've been tweeting it. You know, AAA to be like, is this going to be an eye pay per view? Because they'll do eye pay per views, but not often. Um, so if that happens, I already said I'm hosting two TVs. It's happening. Oh, We're watching shit. both. Oh, whoa. Because it's, I'm coming. Th- th- this is a big, big, uh, big deal. Like, Dr. Wagner Jr. is somebody that I've followed for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, Psychoclone to me is somewhat of a new character. Um, I know he's been around for many years too, but um, he's gotten a lot of traction. Um, he's in that wave of the the Pentagon Junior wave when he started growing and getting the following. Yep. Um, at least from my understanding, that's that's where he you know he he places himself in the like okay he's popular enough he's big, and 
when it's a mask versus mask match to that caliber where you have Dr. Wagner Jr. putting the mask on the line, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think, prediction-wise, I don't think Dr. Wagner loses his mask. There's just too much history behind it. Um, but the conflict is that if it is an iPay-per-view, there's a way for me to watch this thing. It's happening on the same day. And then also, this August 26th, so one of the things that I read in an article is that WWE just barely escaped that because a week before, I think, is SummerSlam. Oh, oh wow. okay. So it could have all lined up to be all three things in the same, you know, same That would have been crazy. That's actually a pretty good uh, roadway, though. If you think about it, you have SummerSlam, then the following week, then you have match, the and then the boxing match. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's actually a good yeah. Yeah. two weeks. running a show around that time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know... AEW might so I don't know I haven't looked at their schedule but they right. better they better so, move it so Shit. at this point no, I'm, I'm, no I'm one's gonna go to that exactly <laughs> like I'm I'm you know I'm keeping my eye on it like there's a lot of you know my parents' birthdays around you know uh, my daughter's birthdays around so I'm like I'm always afraid that it's gonna land on one of those like Uh-oh. gotta miss you know AEW you know but you know I, I I got my pulse on it I haven't seen any conflict right now let's get real if if Yitzel's birthday is on the night of an AEW show. She's com- she's coming she's to the coming ring. To she's AEW. coming to Bourbon <laughs> Street, baby. One fifteen. <115, laughs> let her in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, so far, so good. Nice. That's crazy. So good outlook on August there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, guilty pleasure for sure is the two worlds colliding. Boxing, UFC, the big show surprise entrant. It's happening. You heard it here first. Three worlds will collide. Wait, wait. Your guys' opinion, though. Who's going to take it? I want to hear your guys' opinion. Chris, who do you think is going to win I think Mayweather has to. As much as I would love to see Mayweather get knocked out. Yeah. Mayweather has to win. Yeah, that same day. I've, I've always, yeah, I'm always rooted agree. against him, but this time I got to go for him because I'm going to pick boxing over. UFC. I mean, in terms of like, well, those are two different things. Like, I'm going to root for McGregor. Mm-hmm. I am going to root for McGregor, but I yes. think Mayweather will win. Yeah, right. That's probably what a majority of people are going to do. I would think. But one thing, also, real quick, one thing that nobody's talking about either is imagine the buildup, the mouths oh. on these guys, yeah, yeah. the conferences. Yeah. McGregor's going to say some mean shit to him. Mayweather's going to have to come. I'm telling you, the buildup alone, they're going to milk it so well. Even the face off, I guarantee you, there's going to be a couple push and shoves. Yeah. It's going to be I, off the chart. The buildup alone. That's very gonna true. Be really good. No one's talking about that, but I'm sitting here like, man, I can't wait to the first press conference. That's it's actually really awesome. true. There's going to be yeah. some, like, <laughs> like the press conference where McGregor was like throwing a full chi- monster cans yeah. at people. Like, that's <laughs> he picked up a chair once. <laughs> this is going to be insane. That's Just watch great. everybody watching right now. Or listening, I'm telling you, press conferences are going to be insane. That's true. That's going to be all over Facebook, too, like those videos. Oh, yeah. McGregor videos are all over Facebook. For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know Showtime doesn't do the HBO 24-7, but they have to to take advantage. Well, they have Showtime all access, but it's not as good as 24. It's not as good as 24s. Oh, 24-7s are awesome. They have to capitalize on that opportunity. Like, again, to the once-in-a-lifetime, like, you got to take advantage you got to market it real good like exactly. that. Yeah. The documentary leading up to it, it just pulls you more into it. Right. Yeah, they're going to get like a lot of new fans from both sides, like kind of switching sports, right? They yeah. cross over mm-hmm. like fandom and fanship. So sweet. So that's all we got on the I, buffet I got line. one more. Oh, we got one more. Yes. Okay. La- last dessert item. <laughs> and, and, You're and, going – this is what – Chris is going to – 
the little swirl ice cream stand because <laughs> at, at the, at the, that's what you always get last to do the takeaway right? to go home with yeah, it. Yeah, this is this is the yeah you're taking yeah. ice cream home with you right now. All right, let's take it home then. All right. Uh, All right. So, Louis, what is? I want you to give us your all-time two heels and a face. Oh, good call. Oh man, all-time two heels and a face. Um, I'll start out with the face. Favorite of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was awesome. He pushed mm-hmm. the edges, and just him rivaling with with Vince McMahon, and just really the Attitude Era. He was the definition of the Attitude Era. Yep. It was awesome. Yeah. He was such a phenomenal face. He was awesome. He was still uh, my favorite wrestler of all time right now. See when he came back at WrestleMania 32, I went crazy. And uh, two heels, man. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, just dastardly fellows. Man, I don't know, man. We've had a lot of good ones. Um, I, I got a comment. I'll let you think about it. Yeah. Um, someone was saying to me to that uh, they don't think Rey Mysterio has ever been a heel. Has Rey Mysterio ever been a heel? He's the only face. He might be like your, your the whitest white meat baby, baby face. face. <laughs> um, um, yeah, ever. I don't think so. I don't think he's had a, a, a heel run. Yeah, no, he ever. Like right That here. might be something like before he retires but he might want to do. But see, I think do, that's even... Um, and, and so I'm talking about WWE. I don't know if in WCW he had a small heel because he could have done something within the cruiserweight. Did division. he? Though? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. But if he had the opportunity, he could have done something there. Yeah. Now this is my thing with um, with with luchadors and and in WWE like, you don't like I don't know they just become luchadors they just become somebody with a mask and they, there's no real definition to the character or. Um, like they did the lucha lucha thing with uh, Kalisto and 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 Sin Cara in NXT. Then they got called up, and now they're all over the place. But there's no real definition to the character. So if you, uh, to me, like if you have a mask and you're not Kane, you're left to the wayside. Yeah. Well, Kalisto was doing like the Kalisto was doing like the underdog babyface. He's always done the underdog mm-hmm. baby, which is what Rey Mysterio like yeah. did his whole career. So yeah, I mean. Sin Cara is a dick in real life, right? So they should make make him a heel. Um, and but I, like I feel like McMahon is like, oh, you can't see expressions on his face. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that is. Well, right. he can speak words, can he? Even his mask don't even have a hole to to speak. <laughs> what about like body language? You can right. you can kick no, a no, you, you, you can kick a man it. in the nuts wearing a mask, right? Yeah, That's you could do shit. it. <laughs> Will he buy into it? And he mean meaning you know McMahon? Like I don't know. If, yeah, if, so they're pigeonholing into the same. Stereotypical yeah. luchador roles. That's yeah. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Two heels, Louis. Oh, man, I can't. I still. It, there's so many people running through my head. I mean, who have you so, like really hated, like cringingly hated before? I think. I think if I were to say like a person who I can never cheer for again in my life because this person has made me hate her so much is Stephanie McMahon. Oh wow! Really? I like can't. No matter like she could come back and do like the coolest. Baby face shit, like give me free tickets, and I would be like, I fucking hate you. Like I just hate her. I <laughs> hate her those so damn tickets, much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me the tickets first. I still hate you. Up yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny you say that. Like to me, when when I was you know entering the WWF world, you know, I, Triple H, I fucking hated him. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He, he was a great heel for me. He was a great heel. Anyone? Anyone coming to mind? 
during the time when it was the very first encounter of Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, I remember the last time I really, really got mad was when Goldberg was his first time stepping in the Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar cost him. And he distracted him, then Kurt Angle grabbed Goldberg and threw him over. When he got eliminated, I was so mad. I, that was probably the last time I really got that angry. When Angle, this is like leading up to their match, the WrestleMania match that they both yeah WrestleMania okay. twenty that they ruined it, it was I remember that was the only match I was really looking forward to in that pay per view event. So the heel is Angle or the heel is Lesnar in that? Who are you? A little mad bit at? of both. A little yeah. bit of because it, it was because Goldberg of Lesnar that ruined it okay. for Goldberg. Yeah, I would say that's the last time I really really but, yeah. got mad. For me, Angle was a really good heel too. Oh, like, I love Kurt Angle, and in a heel, he was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not the, like the before he started doing like the funny. Right stuff, before right. funny stuff, like even when he made his debut, he was a heel, right? Mm-hmm. And he would, you know, the, the whole like, "Oh, I'm better than you." Like I have I the, the, gold, the, the gold medals, and yeah, like broken I, freaking neck, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that was a really good question, though. The, yeah. There's so many when as you guys start naming them, like Kurt Angle and all them, it's like, oh man, it's mm-hmm. like I don't know who was the top heel. There were so many good ones. Yeah. Uh, Michaels uh, on DX. Uh, recently, I remember when I first got the network, mm-hmm. I was um, living with a buddy named my friend Sean, and we were watching some random pay per view where it was like it was Heel DX, Michaels, and Triple H. This was leading into WrestleMania 14 where Michaels lost to Austin. Okay. And they did some kind of they did some kind of pay per view. It had like a weird name. It was in England, London. Oh, like oh, capital? No, not capital carnage. No, um, it was this was this was this was in the nineties. This was like ninety six, mm-hmm. ninety seven, um, and it was Michaels versus British Bulldog in England or London, England or around there. And Michaels was doing some like heelish shit, man. Like the Bulldog's wife. This was all scripted, but Bulldog's mm-hmm. wife was like uh, at the barricade, like watching the match. And like, I think Bulldog was wearing a brace and like Michaels took his brace off and started beating him with it and like choking him out with the brace. And then like the wife ran in and was like hysterical and crying. And then I was just like, damn, Michaels like drew some, and then it was in England. He was like drawing heat. Yeah. Like some vicious heat. Um, so that's like a, like a, a, it made me take a step back and be like, damn, Michaels was a dick (laughs) back then, you know, (laughs) like Sean was good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a big heelish one that stands out to me. But I think that <clears throat> take your time and get back to us maybe with some <laughs> other answers if you got them. Okay. Um, because you're on Twitter. I saw you're on Twitter. Where can we find you, Louie? Let's get some shameless plugs in before uh, you, you take it off. <laughs> you can find me on all social media at Do get You Want to Be Found. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Especially if it deals about wrestling, please follow me. I'll be more than happy to talk to anybody yeah. about that's wrestling. at Get Loose with four S's. They trail their asses in Melrose yeah. Park. Thank <laughs> 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 you. Yeah. Uh, oh that was God. a joke in high school because we because uh, our our I had a, um, I had some people that you knew. You didn't go to my high school, but you knew mm-hmm. Menno, Menno uh, yeah. Carpenzano, uh, like mm-hmm. guys who went to my high school who were from Melrose Park, and everyone. It's a very it's it's uh, I think it's majority Hispanic and majority Italian. Like yeah. that is like I haven't looked at numbers, but all the people I know from that Mellows Park area are one of those two or both. Yeah. So like the and the he- the heavy Italian side would drag their s's on a lot. Like that's how like, my Charlie's friends in high school. Yeah, with Charlie's. <laughs> so it became like the running joke. Yeah. So like, everybody just was doing it. It like traveled on. Yeah. If you're from Melrose Park, you gotta drag <laughs> drag the yes. <laughs> and if anybody's listening right now, Charlie was actually doing I was the doing forget the Italian, about it. Yeah. <laughs> Stu Gotts, you know? 
But uh, yeah, at Get Loose with full, drag those s's, four, four s's, s's on Twitter. Snapchat. Louis snaps Snapchat. more than he tweets, I think. Right? Yeah, I'm, it goes Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for sure. Yeah. And I think cool. I saw a PS4 in there too. Yeah, yeah, All PS4. Right? Yes, yes, yes. What do you play? Oh, uh, you know, I barely play uh, games right now. But the last game that I was really playing was. Um, I really wanted to. Uh, no, the last one was the, the the Duke Nukem remake that they did. Oh, sweet! Because I like the classic ones like those. Yeah, but yeah. I was debating on getting the Friday the Thirteenth game that just came out oh, a couple weeks right. ago. Mm-hmm. I really want to get that, but they said don't get it yet because there's a lot of bugs and things that they got to fix. Okay. Wait a while, then get it. But, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can find Louis there. Please tweet at him. Talk to him about uh, WWE, any type of wrestling opinions, thoughts on this podcast. Show him some support. Where can you find us, Chris? We, you can find us at Two Heels and a Face. That's number Two Heels and a Face. So that's on Twitter, Facebook, and we recently opened up a Instagram account. And I think hey, we're we gonna, haven't posted on it yet, though, have we? Right? No, we haven't posted anything. And I think we're going to be posting some stuff from this weekend at AEW. So yep, that should I, be good. Yeah, I usually take my Snapchat videos, download them, and then post them all on Twitter so everyone can kind of like see the stuff that's happening. Right. And with uh, AEW, so we should just do that on Instagram. At, well. at AEW, if you guys are listening to this beforehand, like know that we're going to have a filter up there. Feel free to use it and Snap tag filter. us in your yeah Ooh, awesome. a Snapchat filter. So. Feel free to use it and tag us in your tweets as well. Yes. We yeah, wanna... You got a question? I actually got a question. Are you guys going to come out with T-shirts? Because I would be more than happy to purchase. That's in the works. Wow. Yes. Charlie just turned down design number one. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't turn down design <laughs> number one. No. Design number one was not even like... Our, I feel like design number one has to just be our logo, right? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. Go on a shirt. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just position you know. it uh, properly, and I have some ideas. So, and I have to show you those. So great, beautiful. Um, yes. We have a website, Louis. I don't know if you write. Or, or like you make videos or do anything, uh-huh. you're more than welcome to contribute content to it. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, thank yeah. You. It's a me. It's hosted by Medium.com, uh, so it's very blog friendly. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, if you want to like drop anything or you got anything that you want to share with the world, if you want to cut a promo on anybody, uh oh, here we go. If you want the lethal <laughs> Louis Lomelli, your dad, yeah. to cut a promo <laughs> on scripted wrestling. We'd be more than happy to put that. No, I'll give him a call. Yeah, do a face to face with your with your dad. Oh, we'll do that. Yeah, get my son a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of a lot of stuff in the works. Uh, So thank you for your patience on like everything out there. You, the listener. Um, But we're gaining momentum, and we're just going to continue doing our thing. And thanks for listening. You know, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find Charlie directly on Twitter at Chuck underscore Colorado. Yep. You can find me directly at JP Wrestling Fan. Um, so let's keep talking wrestling. Yeah, and I'll see you at AEW. Yep. Kill AEW. Us among us. That's right. Take care. Peace. Thank you, guys.